The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep Hey everyone, it's Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. We're glad you're here and listening. We're coming to you a little bit late. We're sorry, all right? Yeah, we just last night couldn't get it together. Well... We had a big, like, event that we had to go to where dear friend Lolo and Nutbar spoke at a school board meeting, and then I had a, I had a little bit too much to drink. No, <laughs> no. After that, we went yeah. out and had dinner. And yeah, and it, it just took a lot, of, and then we realized we were half asleep. Then, so. yeah. We just said we'll do it today. Yeah. We'll get it out today. It's our normal time, but late. That's all right. Yeah. Um. So thanks for hanging in there. Yeah. Thank you for waiting and your patience and listening in the first place mm-hmm. is fantastic. And if you even get a chance to scroll down and give us a rating or review, that would be wonderful. Share us with a few friends. That helps us grow. That would be awesome. We would yeah. be forever grateful. And we have some patrons. We do? Yeah. Who are they? Um, Mindy Walker. That's a cute name. That Mindy, is cute. who lived with Mork. <laughs> and her dad didn't even care that she was living with a really strange man. No. No. Oh, he wore rainbow shirts and says rainbow suspenders yeah. and stuff and talked weird and jumped all over the furniture all the time. No one was ever mean to him. No, and he was clearly a coke fiend. Clearly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they fell in love and had that old baby man, Jonathan Winters. Yeah. Oh, man. Mindy Walker, thank you for joining. And Mindy <laughs> had a white Jeep. And so did... Um, uh, D- Daisy Duke, and that's yeah. why I wanted a Jeep Wrangler. Mm-hmm. They both had white Jeep Wranglers. I have a, I don't know, gray blue. Mine is yeah. So everyone to Mindy. I have a minivan. You have a minivan. Okay. Yes. Um, stickers have been sent. Finally. Wow, you are on top. But of we your had game. a new one today. Chicky was a Patreon. Chicky, I haven't sent your stickers, but oh. welcome, Chicky. We are grateful, Chicky. Chicky. Chicka, chicka. Um, I will send you stickers to you. And we ran out, so I had to reorder about seven stickers. Boy. I can't wait. And we're going to try to design some new ones. I got to get on that. Um, But I wanted to... So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We have some special episodes on there that are wildly weird and inappropriate. Um to listen to so hopefully you enjoy those and a special thank you to a deodorant co-worker of ours alicia dunning yeah who gave me some chabani chabani coupons you got coupons yeah for the their 
uh, cream for your coffee cream. Yeah, the one I, that you yes. like for your glitter. I know. She gave me some to use. And thank you so much. She's going to be, I think, in my deodorant building specifically next really? year. So I'm excited. No, I'll never get um, any. Thanks a lot, Alicia. And my common law husband all throughout college, Drew, mm-hmm. made us some golden girls he bags did. Oh, that are fabulous cute. he's traveling in like korea and asia right now and going on planes and Why? living in luxury for like work or just, no, for just fun? vacation God. i don't know some people can travel all over why am i so poor We're just very poor mm-hmm. just trashy mm-hmm. um and thank you to people who joined our facebook group or follow us our facebook page we have an instagram page and all of that um and we try to pick like some amusing facebook Mm -hmm. group Mm -hmm. funnies funny fuckers i did a uh, i picked Cherie bordon what did she do she sent us um some eye candy in the form of chris hemsworth who's yeah, forgotten sometimes and such the eye candy he provides and his bulge and he has as someone put it like a can of corn in there or something <laughs> he has a mighty bulge and it shows him working out and his bulge is out of control where he had to just zoom in and go. Yeah. And I enjoyed that. I thought, you know what? I needed that bulge look today and to be wear my bulgeaholic badge. I liked it too. Yeah. My, wouldn't? Um, my Facebook funny. By the way. This Facebook group, I get really annoyed with Facebook groups. Like, I just joined another one, and I'm already annoyed by mm-hmm. it. Um, I can't stand the, like, negative energy sometimes that come out of Facebook groups. And, like, people start arguing, and it gets really uncomfortable. And, like, this Facebook group is just about bald, perverted memes. And dicks. Yeah. There's yeah. no... There's no like philosophical arguments over anything. No. Like if you have a really raunchy sense of humor, you should join it. And then we just share funny things and memes and videos. That's and it. And just even if something stupid we bring up, people remember yeah. it or have it or yeah. something dumb we said, they're laughing yeah. at it or you know there's no arguments no and everyone's really nice and support some people yes. will say they're dealing with something and people yeah. are all supportive with advice it's yeah. actually really peculiar and how nice it's people a positive are. space and so poor, yeah. yeah poor tripper my dog tripper which was pointed out oh my gosh i have to i wrote down her name i have to find it's on the comments that in, in charman it means gonorrhea yes um, which just adds to it. It sure does. Uh, it's just a I, treat. My Facebook funny this week was from Deborah Watson. And she put the meme of like these, uh, I don't know, are they Victorian people or something? And they're sitting there and it says, when three people have sex, it's called a threesome. When two people have sex, it's called a twosome. Now I understand why they call you handsome. <laughs> You handsome. Yep. Oh, that was a good one too. Um. Oh, did you see that Heather Dametz 
said, don't feel bad. I once paid $40 for the vet to tell me that my guinea pig had big balls. Oh, God, that's so good. I saw that. Yeah, Tripper had to go to the vet because his penis is infected. Uh-huh. It was so embarrassing. And so he has pills he has to take. And Julia Schwarthoff was the one yes. who said that. Shaman, it means gonorrhea. Yeah, gonorrhea. Oh, geez. Tripper, Tripper you poor, poor thing. Means gonorrhea. Poor buddy. It couldn't be better, actually. I know. That worked out perfectly. Yeah. Um, do you have a glitter in the shitter that got you through the week? I do. Um, so one of the fun things I like to do when I actually have energy is go paddleboarding. Luckily, my friend Baby Gemma owns yeah. a paddleboard company called Minnesota Mermaid. It's fabulous. And it is open for business, and that's my glitter in the shitter. If you live in the Prior Lake area and you want something fun to do, something that gets you out of the house and in nature and a little bit of exercise, but just have fun, have some drinks, um, you should look up Minnesota Mermaid uh, look up the website and you can sign up. She has usually Saturday morning expeditions where she leads around the lake. My girls, my little girl, did Minnesota or Mini Mermaid Camp last Aww. year. And so today was the first day of Mini Mermaid Camp. Cute. And she went with all of her dance team girlfriends and they had a blast and they do little journaling and then they talk to each other and they make bracelets and... It's like really fun and the best. So I'm excited for paddleboard season and Minnesota Mermaid. And Sadie got a part-time job for the summer helping Minnesota Mermaid. So both my girls were there and it was adorable. So check them out if you're in the area. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, it leaves right from Charlie's on prior. Yeah, so so you just booze it. And you can put your booze on your paddleboard. You can. And then you can... Uh, go back in, you get like a free drink yeah. or like a $5 drink token or whatever afterwards. So it's it's all around good times. Right. And then you drive your car into the lake when you're you leaving. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We need to have like a an asshole yeah. meetup for a paddleboard. We do. That would be fun. That would be fun. Because we are yeah. not good at it. I mean, so no. don't think you have to be like, know what you're doing. No. No, I've fallen in before. Multiple times in my prom I have. Dress. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yay for Minnesota That's Mermaid. That's amazing. Yep. Um, mine uh, is, well, because in the summer I try to put on the sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Um, when you should, I guess, all the time put on sunscreen. And I don't necessarily because we live in the dark so long. In the winter, I just don't think of it. And I'm so dry, I should anyway and have lotion. But I just am so lazy. But I get so greasy. Like, I, if I sweat and have sunscreen, it like runs into my eyes. And then I'm, I mean, it, and it hurts so bad. My eyes sting and get puffy. And it's such a drag. But I don't want to have yeah. like face cancer. Um, <laughs> no. But I get terribly greasy. And I thought I went to Target, Target, mm-hmm. and bought some Biore nose strips. And I thought, well, I can kind of decrease my nose when I wash my face and all that and those I'd never used them before and you just put it on your nose and it covers your nose and I left it on for like 10 minutes whatever while you're doing some stupid ass thing and peeled it off and it was covered in fucking gross gross horrificness yeah you're fucking horrificness disgusting. it 
just cleaned <laughs> everything out. Yes. And it was just, and then your nose feels like squeaky clean. Really? And so I thought, oh my gosh, I must look gorgeous having like a cleared yeah. pores, squeaky clean. And I looked in the mirror and still saw Paul Sorvino looking back. <laughs> but Paul Sorvino had the cleanest nose. But it was, I just, it blew me away how well it worked. Because I thought, I don't know if this even works. But I thought, I'm just so greasy. I've got to clear out my pores every once in a while. I always love to, like, save a little money one time a year and go get a facial. Like, a real Or they suck it out like a microdermal. Yeah, they do, like, a hydro. Yeah, that's really good. Facial, I love those. And They clean everything. They suck everything out Mm -hmm. in your dead skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so good. You look like, oh, a new person. Yeah, you do. You look pretty for like 15 minutes yeah. and then you go back to mm-hmm. And you go outside self. and it's yeah. just. Yeah. But for a while you feel pretty yeah. good. Um, I have some fucked facts for you. This is a new segment we're yeah. doing because we've done so many episodes now that we can't find anything else funny to say or new to say about the year that the crime was committed in right the crime for this year is 1999 which we've we've done done it we've done it so many times so this is called fucked facts yep i picked another uh person we talk about often on the podcast and danny devito no i should have picked him he's for another time and i thought some of the foreigns might not know anything about him and know who he is do you know maybe who I'm talking about? He's very tall. We talk about him on the podcast. Very tall. Abraham Lincoln? No. Nope. Taller. <laughs> taller. Taller. Taller than Abraham yes. Lincoln? He's 63 axe handles tall. Paul Bunyan! Yes. Here are some fucked facts about Paul fucking Bunyan. I can't that wait. tall fucker. Yeah. Well, Paul Bunyan, so if you are foreign or even, well, Canada's would know about him a little bit, maybe, I think. I don't know, but it's an American character. Shauna, tell us. Um, Australians, you don't have fuck, fucking things like Paul Bunyan, I'm assuming. No, they have fucking things like spiders the yeah. size of your face. They would have face. Paul Spider. Yeah. Um, And like our Portugals and UK, I don't think they would have anything like fucking Paul Bunyan. So Paul Bunyan is a giant lumberjack, um, like mm-hmm. a, a wood cutting lumberjack guy mm-hmm. who wears like the lumberjack shirt and pants and boots and has the overalls mm-hmm. around the eight suspenders. Suspenders. Yeah. 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 That's what I meant to say. Yes. Yeah. Um, early, early, early kind of mentions of this kind of a character started around the 1860s but then it was cemented into the paul bunyan character in 1914 okay so a man named william laffied or laughhead something like that it's laughed laughhead lachid um he wrote this tall tale about paul bunyan for the red river lumber company i don't know and it sent out and it was and then it kind of just took off. And it was originally set in like Washington State and Oregon and Upper California. But okay. Paul seems it made to, it to, to Minnesota. Minnesota and he became like a Minnesota fucking. We have, yeah. Minnesota has a million Paul Bunyan 
everything. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of centered in Minnesota. So that's why we talk about Paul Bunyan quite a bit because there's a million statues of him. But Paul Bunyan is, like they say, 63 axe handles high. And then they specified, oh, it's an axe for Paul Bunyan. So, you know, uh-huh. he's taller than, so I don't know, like 200 feet high or something. I don't know. It ranges from 200 feet high to like three miles high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has a, then no one knows why, but he walks around with a fucking blue ox mm-hmm. named Babe. Mm-hmm. And they're not sure. I, they could not find details of where these two fuckers met up. But his pet is an ox named Babe. And it said it would take a, a crow an entire day to fly from one of Babe's horns to the other. That's how big fucking what? Babe is supposed to be. No. Yeah. I mean, that outsizes Paul Bunyan. Well, I know. It doesn't make, there's no kind percent. of unity in the measurements. None. <laughs> um, Paul supposedly in these tall tales of we have like Johnny Appleseed who was some dick who wore a pan on his uh-huh. head and planted apples <laughs> trees and I don't know why that dick is around he planted the apple trees in like the southwest and stuff too around and it's like He's, that's he got around but like why would there's sand there he I don't know if he was very smart <laughs> Um, and he wore, why did he wear the pan on his head? Uh, I digress. Johnny Appleseed. (laughs) That's for another, that's for another time. Another time. Paul, I guess, created the Grand Canyon because he was maybe hammered one day and he was just dragging his axe (laughs) and that created the Grand Canyon. He was was tired. He must have been fucking hammered. Yeah. Um, he built the Great Lakes around our state. We have Superior and a few others that we share around Canada. Because he wanted Babe to be able to drink. So I guess that's where Babe goes to drink and piss or something. Well, that would make sense. Um, the fucked up measurements. They say North Dakota sucks so bad because Paul just logged all the trees. And that's why it's just a flat shit show. Mm. Um, sorry to my friend, long-suffering Stacy, who lives in North Dakota. Sorry, Stace. Um, his frying pans are one acre big, I guess. Okay. Hmm. He has a frying pan, too, like Johnny. Well, he fries pancakes in his pan, okay. I guess. He okay. likes pancakes a oh, lot. Okay. Um, when he was born, it took five storks to carry him to his parents, because that's how big he was. Wow. And I guess it was not a vaginal birth. No. <laughs> so the storks carried him. Because mm-hmm. God forbid, in a children's book, you talk about There's moms no, shitting out Paul Bunyan. No. Um, he would eat 40 bowls of porridge a day when he was a kid. And when he was a week old, he would wear his father's clothes because he was so fucking big. How embarrassing. <laughs> and Minnesota, we have... And ten- annoying. You like just want to put your baby in cute baby clothes. Yeah, and, then and he's instead big you're as like, your fucking husband. Okay, put on your dad's tidy whities. Yeah, and, and this fucking shirt and pants. dumb snap down shirt. Yeah, and you're pissing all over him and you can't yeah. wear a diaper. And these giant new balance right <laughs> Grandpa and his sh- his weird old yeah. shino or whatever shimshack shoes or whatever what? sophia patrillo is talking oh, about her shimshack okay. shoes minnesota we have our ten thousand lakes because that's fucking babe's footprint stomping all over and sh- stomping the shit out of everything thanks, so babe. thanks babe because that's nice yeah there were early mentions of a mrs bunyan can't find her name though. Um, and they did have a son together named Jean. And I'm not sure if Mrs. Bunyan was also tall, but if she wasn't, I'm not sure again how that worked. No. If he is 63 axe handles tall, 
and she's a normal female. I don't, again, understand how the mating happened to have fucking Gene. Why Gene? I don't know. Gene Bunyan. Do you, I wonder what he's up to. Do, do you remember in Mad Men when Betty had the baby and they named it Gene? Oh, good God. No. And I remember thinking, God damn it, Betty. This was your chance. Yeah. And you named that damn kid Gene oh. after her dad. Remember her yeah. dad? Um, but June 28th coming up is Paul Bunyan Day. So wherever you are, you need to celebrate Paul Bunyan Day by being just a huge dick, I guess. <laughs> be, be a giant, gain as a much weight asshole. as you can. Yeah. Carry around an axe, fucking just wreck your lawn. Wreck the shit out of everything. Take dumps wherever you want. Right. Eat the shit out of some pancakes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can go see where are the... Where are the tallest? They're all over. There's Bemidji Paul is the Bunyan, tallest, yeah. I think. So, so that's, that's like Paul Bunyan Center, Bemidji, Minnesota. Yeah, if you want to go find a bunch of Paul Bunyan fucking shit. Yeah. You can go there. And you'll see him in Stand by the Statue. There used to be a Paul Bunyan land in Bemidji. I don't know if I went to, but your parents would tell like when they went into Paul Bunyan land and paid for the tickets they would say what their idiot kids' names were. So, like, Jamie did this with his brothers. And so his mom would say, there's Jamie and Mick and Ross, without the kids knowing. And then they would walk in, and there was a giant, giant Paul Bunyan, and it would go, hello, Jamie, Mickey, and Ross. (laughs) And you would go like, oh, my God, he knows me. Paul knows me. So kids Mm, liked that. It's a special Minnesota celebrity. It is. And that's all we have. Well, that and Prince and yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and Bob Dylan. Yeah, I guess we have Judy him too. Garland. We do have Judy Garland and Jessica Lange. Winona Ryder. Was Winona from here? Yeah, she is. Yeah, that's Was where she? her name is from. Um, yeah, I guess that guy from Runaway Train. Oh, is he Soul Asylum? Oh, um, going back. Well, good. Yeah. Okay. So Paul Bunyan, amongst yeah. other just super awesome people. Um. So let's we get start? to it. All right. We watched. A How r- much time did we waste in that? 21 minutes. Oh, only. my God. We're just this nearing is, it down. We are flying through We're just this. flying Sorry. through it. Now we're getting to the murder at 21, 22 okay. minutes. Okay. Um, we watched a fucked show, and I'm going to watch more of these because the production quality was poor. Um, everything was poor, and it made me love it to death. But the story was amazing. Was what was so fantastic? The story was amazing, and how they put it together was amazing. So they made up for everything. Yeah, they sure immediately. Did. Um, so if every other episode is like this one, this is a must watch yeah. show. It's called called I'd Kill for You. Right. Um, and this episode is in season one. It's called Killer Alien. And my God. And my God, it was just weird. Want, yeah. I texted Megan. I said, I'm five minutes in and I'm already dead. Yeah. I'm just, I can't handle it. I'm dead. How am I going to make it the rest of the 40 minutes? It. It just kept getting better. Yeah. It Even was just... to the very last scene, I was like, oh my God, he's the worst. 
I just, yeah. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It did not disappoint in any way, shape, or form. This is one you might have to watch. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited for Um, you. But I think you need Discovery. I don't know if it's on Discovery Plus. You have to. All right. We're going to go to Albuquerque, New Mexico. In the fall of 1999, this is September 1999, in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. And I finally learned how to spell Albuquerque due to this episode. It's a tough one to spell. It sure is. Um, So New Mexico is also for Farns, a state where there's Roswell, is a city where in the 1940s it is said that an alien crashed into roswell and the government is hiding it in Mm -hmm. area 51 which is like a government base um and the alien is in there and so many people flock to new mexico that are let's say delusional Uh um and insane new mexico is also the place where they tested the atomic bomb yeah and that might have something to do with the insane yeah element as well yeah um and it has places like taos and some other ones that are gorgeous gorgeous artsy kind of towns yeah so you have also the very crazies that just make shirts out of cat hair and sell them <laughs> and it's it's really for all types. yeah it's for all types yep. of insane scientists yes jamie and i took a trip there a few summers ago and it, i mean it's one of the prettiest places we've ever seen really but it's also it's a crazy person mm-hmm. every d- direction you mm-hmm. look i mean there's three people there Great. but when you find the three people they're insane yeah okay um so that's just a little background um 45-year-old Linda Henning. We see the reenactment. She's just walking down the street. She's often described in the beginning very much so as a snap, very excellent dresser. In fact, very well coiffed um, and fashion forward and a great, like her fashion and dressing was top notch. Not yes. in the reenactment. She was just wearing some khakis and like a top. <laughs> in the end, she, she was wearing like a tank top I know. and some joggers. Um, but she looks normal. So she, a lovely 45-year-old woman. She goes to a bookstore. She's. I'm assuming now that I know about Linda, she's looking for some alien materials yeah. at the bookstore. Right. Um, she's described by, uh, I think that it's an, it's a, a journalist that was in New Mexico at the time yeah. um, is a very, very successful businesswoman, um, beautiful, smart, very well dressed. She was just pretty much an account. She was a payroll rep, but they're talking her up like she was, yeah, they were like um, Lee Iacocca or something, and she was a, a payroll, a payroll yes. person. Yeah, that really all you do is you just take this and send it to there. They literally yeah. described it like. In a paragraph of like the people, right. blah, 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 and we're like, yeah, she, she works just payroll. Works in an office. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Thank God for her, but I mean, jeez. I mean, um, I like getting paid. I do too. I so love I'm, it. I'm grateful yeah. for that. Yeah. They show a real photo of Linda, and she was a lovely woman, lovely dark hair, and she looks sane. I mean, she did. Look, no, she like, did. Yeah. You would look at her and be like, well, this is a very mm-hmm. lovely woman. Mm-hmm. Again, she's described by this guy. I forgot what the guy was. He was like, oh, he was an author, an author that wrote a book on this. Crime. Yeah. Um, it was called like September something weird. Yeah, it was know. something weird. Yeah. 
creative. She was creative, bright, that she loved learning. She loved learning new things. And I'm not quite sure she did love learning new things. I don't know if she was very learned. It seems like she got kind of She was stuck. Um, and just stuff. vitality. Yeah. Um, I believe that. Yeah. She had interest in everything from the art world to the business world. Mm-hmm. And she had her own business. They said she also designed clothing for a time. And again, that goes with the New Mexico. She designed the shirts out of cat hair. That's what they all do. <laughs> Lived next to Georgia O'Keefe. Right. She was, And yeah. she put some feathers on it and sold it. And her vagina painting and sold yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear that Angelina Jolie is starting a fashion company and she's hiring gifted sewers currently for New York City? No, I didn't. I feel like Angelina's personal style is poop. Yeah. She has none. She no. wears... Baggy black t-shirt, yeah. baggy black long skirt. Yeah. And her frame is... Something else. 70 pounds. Yeah. But good for you, Angelina. Good for you. Um, yeah. So, believe it or not, Linda was also into the holistic lifestyle. I think that is a requisite. Yeah. <laughs> requisite yeah. for living in New Mexico as well. And again, they mentioned that she loved beautiful clothing. It was not in the budget for the clothing on the show. Though. No, you so, would have never yeah. known from the reenactment. No. So, and that. this was a quote from the new the journalist. One thing she hasn't mastered is how to be lucky in love. Nope. And I'm like, well, duh, bitch. That's all of us. Yeah. So that no one is except like three people. Um, Linda is a hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. Now, she's met various men. In fact, they say she had been engaged several times, Mm -hmm. but nothing stuck. And I feel like I want to know about what happened in those instances. You know, it's funny. All my engagements stuck. They did. Hmm. They did. I want to know, like, what, what happened? I have a feeling I know what happened in some of these engagements. Now, well, I think, don't you think she just showed her crazy? Yes. She just started talking when the man started running. Yeah. Uh, The journalist says also she had daddy issues. Um, But I have a, we have lovely fathers and we have a terrible picker. So, I mean, it just happens to women sometimes. And they never explained it after that. Explained anything. So it's kind of like, they said her biological father was not a part of her life. Well, that's a lot of people too. Yeah. And they don't turn out this nuts. No. Yeah. Um, so in the reenactment, she's still in the bookstore. She's looking for a crazy book. I just know it. And she runs into an old friend. And in the reenactment, the guy I thought looked like Tom Arnold a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And she starts talking to him about. Actually, now that you say that. She starts just spilling her gut. So I don't even, we don't know who this friend is or how he knows her. We don't learn right. anything else about this friend or even his name. He's just sitting there, slack jawed, nodding his head as she's mm-hmm. talking. Linda starts saying, oh my God, I met somebody. And I'm sure he's like, here we go again. And they're like, oh head. no. She says that he, she met a brilliant doctor and she calls him D. <laughs> um. And we know why. We find out later why she just calls him D. Yeah. But she says his name, and his name is Dyson Hassenkoff. Yeah. Yep. Dyson Hassenkoff. Dyson. Dr. Dyson Hassenkoff. Yes. 
And Dyson Hassenkoft explained to Linza that he is an oncologist who has developed a cutting edge cancer treatment. So he's incredibly impressive. And so far, you're kind of like, okay, this is just two minutes in. We get all this information. And then it just takes a real hard left and just goes right down into the shitter. And it's where the excitement starts. So they, this guy, the author, says they met in mid-late July in 1999 at a conference. And so in my head, quickly, I think, well, he's a doctor. She's into holistic medicine. Maybe they met at some sort of medical doctor conference. And then I thought of the movie Step Brothers, if you've ever seen it. It's like the perfect comedy, in my opinion, a perfect movie. Um, on board is with Gone with the Wind, is Step Brothers, in my opinion. But in Step Brothers, the mom and the dad, who is Mary Steenburgen, mm-hmm. Bergen, who is never bad in her role. Mm-hmm. She's always excellent. She's a doctor that meets Richard Jenkins, who's always excellent in every role he plays. And they both have grown sons that still live with them, Will Farrell and John C. Riley. And it's when they get married then the whole goofiness starts. Right. But Adam Scott's in it, Catherine Hahn. It's a perfect movie. Um, but no, 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 no. It was not a medical conference of learned medical professionals in any way. In any way. This was a seminar, and they specifically say given by a nationally unknown... Yes! I, I wrote that down, too. Nationally unknown a nationally unknown person. so a nobody dickwad why would they even say I that don't, because that they're just b- trying to give a burn a nobody asshole Ugh. but quote-unquote expert and he's an expert on lizard shape shifters yes this was a conference that they maybe paid money to attend to see a nationally unknown speaker on lizard shapeshifters. Yes. And then I thought, you know what? God damn it. That was V, the miniseries where there was the lizard people with the fake human face and they live with Rowdy Roddy Piper. And you had to wear the glasses and you saw the <laughs> lizard people beyond the human face. Well, and these people think that was real yes. documentaries. And so I looked it up even, and there is absolutely many, 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 and I'm assuming it's only Americans because we are the dumbest so of the humanoids. Dumb. But yeah, there are that people- believe in lizard shapeshifters, and now it's gone into QAnon. QAnon so the QAnons say, have taken yeah. it over. Because for a while it was like Knights of the Templar yeah. and like the Illuminati kind of were lizard people a little bit. And then it got taken over by QAnon, and I heard more people talking about it again, and I was just like, Jesus. There is not. Mm-mm. There is not lizard shapeshifters. But V and They Live, although excellent films, were pretend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are not a t- pair of cheap Target sunglasses you can put on and see a lizard person behind a human face. No. Oh. I, you know what and if i had a chance to go for free to a lizard shapeshifter conference i think i might go <laughs> i certainly wouldn't pay money for it no i would just want to know who is going to this Who's there what yeah. are they saying 
what what and do why? these people do? What does this do for what does this give I don't them? understand. And how many people would be there? I don't understand this. Why you know, but okay. <laughs> I feel like if you went to like a Dungeons and Dragons conference, you know, like playing a game or whatever, you understand like this is That's a pretend world fate. of game. Yeah. That I get totally. This is so weird. Yeah. They show a real photo of Dyson coughed. And he is no looker. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. I repeat, nerd on the loose. Beware of nerd. Nerd coming. This dick is the nerdiest fool I've ever seen. He's wearing like a Cosby sweater and he has serial killer transitions. The worst glasses I've ever seen. Yep. Oh my God. This guy is so nerdy. It's like from Jamie and I always, you know, say like revenge of the nerds when Ogre sees the nerds walking on campus for the first time and he screams nerds. That's what happens to him when he walks outside. Yeah, I I thought he was like had um he was reminiscent of Fred Armisen a yes, little bit. Yes. And then but but so, so much worse. Much worse. Yeah. And not even close to as funny. No. No. I mean, what I how you see this dick at a lizard conference. Yeah. And Linda gets a hot boner. Oh. I don't know what's wrong with this woman. Well, there's multiple things wrong yeah. with this woman. Well, wait until yeah, she starts talking yes. about. They show uh, then a building in New Mexico called the UFO Museum and Research Center, which I'm assuming Linda went to often. Um, it's It was like they called it like a UFO club. Yes. They had like meetings like like babysitters club. Yes. And the the journalist says Linda was very, very prone to the excitement of things that were extraordinary, meaning she was easily delusional. Right. Like, and as Candace DeLong says in Killer Psyche, like delusion is a psychiatric disorder in the yeah. like mental illness book, whatever it is, like DSM-5 or whatever. It's a delusion. It's a mental disorder. And so she was easily bought into these weird delusions and completely believed them to the point where it would take extensive therapy to get her to change her thinking again QAnon yes oh yeah so she it was a member of Albuquerque's UFO club and there was only like six members and I thought it would that's it would be way bigger than that I feel like in Albuquerque you would think yes yeah um but the reenactment just shows like six members and here's where we see Detective Michael Fox, not Michael J. Fox. Yeah. But Michael Fox. He was not really a fox, but he was passable. He, he was no Dr. LaPointe. No, he's not even close. No. To LaPointe, you're weighing this way, yeah. sir. LaPointe, that bulge yeah. in my direction. Um, the reenactment, you just hear people going, bur, 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 bur. and then one person says, last week we were talking about the lights over Phoenix. and bur, 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 bur. So they're talking about weird ass shit. Yeah. Um, and there's at the table, like a 70 year old woman in long pigtails right mm-hmm. there. Crazy. Yeah. You know, right away without even her talking crazy. Linda comes in with dies and she says right away. They're like, oh, hey, Linda. Linda. 
And Dyson comes in and sits down. Um, Hassan, and she says, "This everybody is D." Yeah. Um, Hassan coughed like Hassan Pfeffer. Yep. From Bugs Bunny. Um, Linda says to the group, "D has thousands of years of medical knowledge." And right away, I thought, "Oh my god, this is like Lori and Chad Daybell. Like they believed yes. in that weird cult." Yes. But theirs was from the Bible. And he said, I have, I am a 10,000 year old doctor of medicine. And now this, this is a, an audience right? that you would think would just eat that shit up, right? They're literally sitting in a room at a UFO club, at a UFO club. Like they put it on their calendar, like go to UFO club. Yeah. Bring cookies to UFO club. And you're sitting there talking about UFOs. But when this fucker says, I'm a ten thousand year old doctor. They were like, their their faces what? were stunned. Yeah, yeah, that's what I even wrote. What? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, doctor of what? I mean, they were stunned, <laughs> yes. silent. They so were I like, thought, bitch, you crazy. This, so it's like the they, and they also stood up and went beep beep beep. <laughs> nerd alert when he walked in. And I'm like, is he like a Highlander? Like, does he have a Maybe. sword on his yeah. back? And he's going to say there can be only one and but he cuts he off heads? Does not... How are you a 10,000 year old no. doctor, sir? And you're in that shitty, shitty body? No. Wouldn't you be better looking by now? That's and much more fit. Say. The Highlander was a fucking sweet ass babe. Yeah. This guy was is just a miniature Fred Armisen. A piece of shit yeah. on a stick. Yeah. In ugly jeans. So he added, though, that he's also an alien. And he starts uh-huh. explaining, like, he has alien people. Or aliens, other aliens, not him, his alien kind, have infiltrated some of our celebrities. Yes. If aliens came to Earth, why would they just want to sing and dance? But this is the QAnon people, too. Yes. Like, they were saying, like, Courtney Cox is an a lizard person and but why would the alien want to just go to hollywood and sing and dance and not infiltrate other things why would they not want to go and run government and well i um, think they steal military secrets or scientists why do they want to be on friends (laughs) they travel light years to get here and just want to be on friends well yeah i guess i would i don't understand why they would want to do that well that's it's silly uh, don't you um, don't you listen to the words coming out of your mouth? No. Um. So Linda was completely there. She's seen looking mm-hmm. at Nerdalurk dies in the hospital mm-hmm. coughed like he is her soulmate. And by this time, they've been going out like a week. Yeah. And then the lady. Who was that lady that was like doing the voiceover? I think the reporter. Like, she was a local the reporter. reporter is like than describing oh god this is good d right yes so it's like they're just saying like she is so smitten and then they flashed this lady reporter and she was like uh (laughs) d was very short yes she's very very short and effeminate (laughs) not a ladies man at all and she's yeah called him pretty much an ugly not even attractive at all yeah and it's true. He when he spoke, he had a it woman's is. voice. He was like a Seinfeld high talker. 
But then she talks about how Linda said that they had this tremendous sexual relationship where every time they were having sex, they turned into lions. Absolutely. Sarah. They were lion porkers. <laughs> they porked and turned into lions. And even in the reenactment of the porking scene, yes! her eyes turned into lion eyes. Because she turned into a lion and so did he. I mean, the CGI effects in this scene were top, top notch. notch. Top, top notch. They um, both yes. turned into lion cat eyes and she kept... And, and then they flash back to her talking to Tom Arnold in the in the yes. like bookstore and she's saying like we have hot cat sex we have hot yeah we have hot what? cat sex i'm Why sure he's like Tom stepping Arnold. away yeah slowly stepping away um it's kind of like linda you crazy remember that golden girls where dorothy is dating that ugly eddie like everyone's like he's so ugly, ugly. he's yeah. short and ugly and weird and nerdy yeah. and he keeps telling like saying he wishes dorothy was like his ex-wife or something and he ends up being like a love machine. And, yes. And then she tries to break up. a bunch up. of money? No, no. He has oh. nothing and he's totally a dweeb. But he's like has a magnetic, like he tries to break up with him and all of a sudden Rose is like do- jumping yeah, on yeah, him yeah, yeah. and Blanche is jumping on uh-huh. him and Sophia is jumping on him. He must, like he had like a sexual energy. Yeah. Um, but I don't think even Dyson had this sexual energy. I think he was just. It was like an Absolutely weird and she was insane. Um, yeah yeah he knew how to speak to her insane though i think that's what she liked i think every other man once she started talking about all this they ran for the hills he didn't so i think that's why she was like oh it's someone who understands my crazy and then he added to it right he was like i'm gonna one-up your crazy I'm an actual lizard. Right. Yeah. He just and then fed she's into like, it. Oh, cool. I love you, D. So they show them kind of porking and porking and porking and porking and for about CGI two cat yes, eyes. For about two weeks. And then we learn Dazen Hassenkoft is married. Mm. But he's in the process of a divorce. Mm-hmm. But thankfully he has now found new love with Linda. Mm-hmm. So we go back in time all the way. This is 1999. We're going all the way back to 1993. The beginning of 1993, January 8th, still in Albuquerque, but it's a wedding. We are at Dyson Hasenkoff's wedding to his Malaysian, his young Malaysian bride and her name. Sarah. You can't make this oh, shit up. If you thought hmm. lizard people attacking the water supply, UFO, if you thought that was too much. Yeah. Hmm. This is real. What was her name? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and this name, was a lovely woman. Her name was Girly Chu. Girly Chu. Girly Girly Chu. Chu. <laughs> Girly chew, not big league chew. No, girly. Girly chew. Chew. From Malaysia. From Malaysia, girly chew. <laughs> girly chew. And they show a real photo of girly chew. And this was a lovely woman. She was cute. Cute as a button. Mm-hmm. How did girly chew meet Dazanasenkoff? Where were they, Sarah? These two met and fell in love. While on vacation, I'm assuming she was on vacation to the U.S. and he was who fucking knows at fucking SeaWorld. Yeah. 
So were they seeing the whale's giant wang and they just saw each other across the pea-soaked auditorium? And the bent-over fin. Yeah, of sad, sad, trapped animals. Yes. And they each got a boner. And they were like, let's, I see let's you. Let's fuck. I see you, effeminate short man. Yeah, I see you, girly chew. <laughs> Let's get married. So Girly Chu. So they did. Yeah. She goes back to Malaysia, but they're riding back and forth Mm -hmm. and become pen pals. Mm -hmm. And Dyson convicts or convinces Girly Chu to move to the U.S. permanently and marry him. And she she wanted to be moved to the U.S., although she had a lovely family and life in Malaysia. She left them because she did want to start a life in the U.S. So she was like, yeah, I guess. I'll do it. So she leaves, she comes, and she marries this fucking D She's asshole. 29 years old. Yeah. So just a whole life ahead of her. Yes. And she becomes Girly Chu Hassenkoft. Girly Hassenkoft. Girly Chu Hassenkoft? Girly Chu Hassenkoft. So Girly Chu Hassenkoft is at a dinner party with her new husband. And this dick dies in Hassenkoft is dressed in a fucked kimono. And everyone else, including Girly Chu Asenkoft, are wearing just normal clothing. Not, not a traditional kimono. garb. No. But why was he? And I don't, is Malaysia wear the kimonos like this? I don't know. Well, kimonos are not Malay. I don't think, I don't Japanese know enough. Of, yes, only? I don't know enough about it. But that's what Diazun was wearing to the party. And not only does he look like a dick in this kimono, He's flirting with another girl and Gurley is looking at it and going, what? And kind of like, fuck, I married this dick. Yeah. And the narrator goes on to say the two really didn't know each other at all. And he's, of course, I'm sure lying up the ass mm-hmm. up on his pen pal letters. Yeah. And Gurley's like, fuck shit. But then she's like, well, he's a rich doctor. My life is happy here. You know, I'll just kind of put up with it for a while and then kind of move on. And I think that's what she's thinking. So the couple moves to Albuquerque and Gurley Chuhasenkoft <laughs> gets a job at a bank. And we see her bank friends. And everyone loves her. Everyone adored her. She was extremely excellent at her job. The customers loved her. Her colleagues loved her. She was made tons of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, was really happy at the bank. Uh, meanwhile, Dazen is on the road giving treatments for cancer. And I'll go in later at one of his treatments, kind of at yeah. the end. We'll, but mm-hmm. he's on the road a lot. Working, he's telling yes. Gurley. And Gurley is home alone. And they kind of show her sad, but I feel like real Gurley wasn't really that sad. That he was on the road a lot. I mean, I wouldn't be. No. I would love that shit. But D dies and is having multiple affairs while he's on the road. Mm. Like his current mistress in our 1999 part of the story, right. Linda Henning. Right. Um, and that's where they say Linda was originally from California and moved to New Mexico because she thought the X-Files was actually real. real. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. She thought Mulder and Scully were on these real cases. Were the real deal. Yeah. Um, So Linda, then we get (laughs) to where Linda, they uh, describe again that Linda meets Dyson 
and where she was, as we said before, very clean and prim, very mm-hmm. well-dressed, professional payroll woman. And after about two weeks of knowing this dick, she becomes trash heap from Fraggle Rock. Yeah. An unwashed, unshowered, stink crotch, disheveled fuckface. Yes. She takes alarming. Yeah, she takes a very alarming downhill turn and turns into like the cat lady from the Simpsons mm-hmm. of just a crazy dirty bitch. And we see that Diasm is giving her anti-aging shots in her arm. They never explain exactly what those shots were. But after she gets those shots, she turns into like a a zombie gargoyle. So like, what was he doing? I don't know. It could have been fucking Drano. I don't know. But she's still alive. So I don't know. But she went fucking nuts after that. Even nuttier. Nuttier. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was already extremely medically insane. Yeah. And profoundly stupid. Yeah. And now she became a stink hole. Yeah. Yeah. And she had a tent, stage 10 crotch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. No. That must have smelled awful something fierce. <laughs> um, and this is where Linda, with her stage 10 fucked stink crotch, her unwashed butthole and pits, <laughs> her shitty clothes, and her filth hair, this is where Dyson tells Linda that she is his alien queen. He is the king of the aliens, and she's the queen of the aliens. Very reminiscent, again, of Lori uh, and Chad Daybell, where Chad Daybell told Lori she was his queen, biblical queen, yeah. and he was the king. Yeah. I don't understand, again, why you're... I mean, mental illness is very powerful. I, you say why, yes. you'll never know. Um, but it's so sad. It is that people prey upon this that type weakness. of mental illness. Yes, that that illness, not even weakness. That's an illness. It is. Yes, it's yes. an illness. It's a. But then it's we a find psychiatric. Out, yes, it's a psychiatric disease that can be. I'm not sure if it can be treated, but with lots of therapy, it can be treated. It is a condition. But we know that he preyed on absolutely other he preyed on six it. people too. This so is what he like, did. Yeah, you just can't. You're this just was like, his. Why are you yeah. so evil? And then you find out. Oh my god, well, he really is evil. Well, yeah. he's just a fucking yeah. asshole too. He's, yeah. Um. We get to September tenth, nineteen ninety nine. Girlie who loves work and is extremely um good employee just doesn't show and this is like her last case does not show up to work it's so unlike her that her co-workers call the police when she's 43 minutes late right and i thought if you were 43 minutes late no one would we would still think you would shits. be early yeah if you came any you would have told that. me that that was the time i would think for you to be coming started in. yeah yeah um yep so they call the police September 10th. But we're going to pop back again in the show eight months earlier to around late January. Gurley leaves Dyson and moves into her own place because she has had some... We'll learn what she finds out about Dyson. So she had left eight months earlier um, and moved into her own apartment. So the police, when they come to the bank, the co-workers say, Mm -hmm. this is Gurley... She is not at work. She always comes to work. She always comes in. Um, she's in the middle of a 
nasty divorce. Something's horribly, horribly wrong. And they convince the police right away to start looking. Like they they convince them because normally they'll go, oh, she's 43 minutes late to work. Right. Like it's 1999. She probably, she, they, she, people didn't have cell phones. You know, she could be whatever. But right. they go right to her apartment. They walk into her apartment and right away the police are like, God, oh, it reeks like bleach. Yeah. And they show mass, massive bleached out stains, like three huge bleached out stains on the carpeting. And the police rock in and are like, fuck. Yeah, that's they know. Be bad. Right yep. there. They know. Mm-hmm. They test at the spot just to see if it's human blood. I think you can do like forensic files of learn, stick a Q-tip in the blood, the th- stain and put it in your butthole. <laughs> and if it turns like blue or pink, it's blood. Yep. Yep. So they determine it's human blood. And I I thought bleach destroyed all that. So that's impressive that they still got some. And then they see that there's blood on her couch, like smears on her couch. Mm-hmm. The police right away take her toothbrush, hairbrush, anything they can get her d- DNA from and test and get her DNA and send and all this stuff. It. Yeah, They yeah. send all this other blood stuff to DNA testing and put a rush on it. Yeah. So these guys did well. Mm-hmm. The, this police did a good job. Um, police though want to talk to Dyson and they try to look for him all over, but that fucker's missing. He's nowhere to be found. Weird. The same morning, a hundred miles away, at the same time, a state trooper's driving along in the middle of fucking nowhere, New Mexico right. highway, and he sees thank God he stopped. He just sees some ruckus or stuff on the side of the road, yeah. pulls over, and it's a bloody, bloody tarp. And clothing items. Just. Yeah. And so thank God he stopped. Yeah. And he picks up all this shit. And he hears like through just inter office. Mm -hmm. Inter police office sharing. I guess. Thank goodness they do. (laughs) Because you know one county will never say anything to another county in several states. They like to make it as difficult as as possible. possible. That this woman has gone missing and he's like, holy shit. And he takes all this stuff and he sends all that stuff into testing and they rush it to compare all of this shit. Um, police try to learn all they can about Dyson in the next like yes. hour or so and realize that. And as a, as a viewer now you're yeah. like, this is going to be fucked. Right. You right. No. Well, you know what happened? The police yes. knew what happened when they walked in and yes. smelled bleach. They knew what happened. Dyson, I don't know where or on what, but his emergency contact on what form um, <laughs> had Linda listed. What emergency <laughs> contact for what is Valley for his magic mountain form to ride on the rides? Because he, we learned later he really didn't have a job place. <laughs> so he didn't really have a work. What was his emergency contact on a pool swim form? <laughs> the UFO club? Where did they find it? They don't say. What is this? And who has, like, what am, oh my God. I don't Let's know. Check his, I guess we have an emergency contact at our work. And but I put, he doesn't have a he work. He doesn't have a work. I don't know where they found this shit, but thank God. But this dick puts Linda on it. And they had been dating at this point for almost six weeks, which blows everyone's mind out of their butthole hardcore when you think about all that has happened and these dicks have only been dating about six weeks at this point right um so at six weeks linda's on this dickweeds 
uh, form, Magic Mountain emergency yep. emergency contact. Yeah, his Six Flags. Yeah, his Six Flags emergency contact. contact to go on the roller coaster because yep. he's very short. Yes. Linda is brought into the police station, and the police say, "How do you pronounce this Dick's name?" Dyson-Hassenkoft. And Linda's like, I never even knew how to say his name. So I just call him D. <laughs> I can't even. But the dick's name is Dyson-Hassenkoft. It's a, like a, the weirdest name but ever. What? She I just you never. Can't, can't you just say, if, if you, I've seen your dick up close, right. I can ask you, how do you pronounce your I, goddamn name? You should know how to pronounce someone's yeah. name. I mean. I mean, that's just me. I don't know. What, I mean. I don't know. That's just, it's respectful. But maybe lizards don't need respect. I don't know. I don't know. But your name is a personal important thing to a person. Correct. You should know how to pronounce right. people's names. You should. Um, but so she failed D at that account. D was good enough. Yeah. D was good enough. And I feel like his D was very tiny due to his very short stature. <laughs> he had a very too. tiny D. I believe. A very tiny D. <laughs> she called him Lil D. It was nothing um, compared a to Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth has Damn. an entire like giant spaghetti sauce can. Oh my god! Um, police say, "What do you know about Dyson Hassenkoft?" And Linda's like, "I don't even really know him at all. I kind of just like met him on the street. I just fell in love with him like as a child. Like he's a childlike wonder, and I just wanted to take." Like, I just like him like a kid. Yeah. That's what she said. And she said said there was zero porking. Yeah. Zero intimacy. Zero porking. Um, Police are like, okay. And then they go right to her coworkers. And the coworkers are like, Linda, talk to us all the time that she's going to marry him and that they pork constantly. Right. And that he has the tiniest wang she's ever seen. Uh, Police take Linda's DNA. She gives it up right away. Dumbass. (laughs) Because as we learn yeah and they send all this testing in again as a rush as to be as fast as can be police decide they need to look into dyson and Gurley's relationship good <laughs> lord <laughs> um Gurley, who had actually a brain and intelligence the only one in this story um Suspected right away that Dyson was cheating and kind of just rolled with it because she just wanted to get herself settled into a job, make friends and get more comfortable in this country. And then I was thinking she was going to just move on. But she starts challenging him, saying, you know, you're cheating and it's you're making it obvious. You know, girls were sending he was getting mail from girls. And again, what are these women? What what are they doing dating this weirdo? And when you see him, he they actually show real video of this weird yeah. dick. You will like I, I can't even describe what would even make someone spend five seconds with him. He's the creepiest, weirdest fucker. Like the the or weirdest. Like, waste a stamp on him. No thanks. Oh my god, no. He's the person like if you had to sit next to them at a party or like a work function, you would just get up and go. You'd be you, like, fuck it. Well, I'm out. You would I would sure. be like done. Yeah. He sits down next to me, I sit up and go. You are moonwalking. Yeah, I'm out immediately. Of there. That, yeah. that would be my worst nightmare. Yeah. This yep. kind of a dick sits at by you at a work yeah. party. Yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. Um but what he does is he gets violent when Gurley starts questioning him on anything, pushing her down and hitting her. Um, and 
this one time where she's kind of questioning him on his cheating and his asshole behavior um like he beats her up and girly is super pissed mm-hmm. so the next time he leaves the house to go on his quote work trips right dyson has like Bluebeard, is it like Bluebeard? A locked room that he tells her yes, she can never go into. Like, can you imagine if there was a room in your own house? Yes, that someone told you you can never go in this room. That right there would be a like my cue to leave the relationship. Yes. Oh yeah, that would right? be very strange. Right. Um, because in Blackbeard, the wife goes in there and sees the heads of all his previous wives. Um, Gurley goes into the don't go in here room and finds just as horrific stuff, Mm -hmm. not heads, but still pretty bad. Um, she goes and it's an office. She starts looking at his paperwork there and finds out that Dyson on his road trips had been visiting this one particular sick woman dying from breast cancer, who's mm-hmm. an older woman, like 75, maybe. He tells her, stop taking all your cancer treatments and take my miracle treatment. And I'm going to save you. And I will save you. And she's like, your hope. I'm going to live. Yes. Okay. And it's $25,000 a treatment. Right. And he's given her multiple treatments totaling five hundred thousand dollars so far so when this woman's family i'm assuming children find out that she's been giving five hundred thousand dollars to this weird dick they hire a private investigator Mm -hmm. to find out what is going on who he is and do a background check and all the paperwork is sitting on his desk so this means that obviously now the sick woman all of her family and this private investigator know this information too um but Gurley reads that dyson is a complete fraud and i know you are right now just stunned you're shocked <laughs> you're stunned you didn't see the story going you, no, this way at you all didn't see this coming this is absolutely a just twist out of nowhere we just wanted you to know that we felt the same right way. we felt the yeah. same way we he has been lying shocked. and that yeah. shocked me yeah in fact the shots of his miracle cancer treatment his cutting edge cancer cure was just vitamin water and probably literally the vitamin water you buy at target literally like the orange flavor yes so nothing. He's shooting her with water. Yeah. Um, killing this woman. Yep. And lying to her and stealing money from her. He also fabricated his entire transcript and he's not really even a doctor. So where was he even working? How did he even get hired by people? Because he has no resume. And I mean, how, how, how do you hire this man to give you shots when he doesn't even work for a hospital or have a resume? Know. I mean, is it because there really wasn't, people weren't internet savvy? I mean, there wasn't internet, but maybe they just weren't, I could look that like, shit up. When I am like, I'm going to look up a doctor, I guess I have never asked my doctor, can I see your fucking medical I degree? Guess. But they work at a medical place, But they right? work at a hospital. Yeah. yeah. So this piece of piss hole is... Not even Dyson Hussenkopf. Right. His name is Armando Chavez. 
And he's from Houston, Texas. Uh, he's a Texan. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep, deep in, in the heart of Texas. Texas. Um, Armando Chavez is a fraudster dickweed. Yes. And that reminded, like the Reno 911, there's an episode early on where Homeland Security comes and it's the guy from, he was in the office. Packer? Spanish guy. Oh, yeah. Oscar from Oscar. the office. And yeah. he is. He was the stripper dancer yes. in um, yes. the proposal when they go to yes. Alaska. Yeah. Um, he comes as Homeland Security and tricks the Reno 911 to doing all this stuff. But in meantime, his na- real name is Spanish Mike Alvarez. And he steals everything <laughs> from there. Yeah. Steals all the money from their like confiscated yeah. room. Um, so it reminds me of that. Uh, so Armando Chavez is a complete fraud. He's actually probably going to be sued by this family and go to jail anyway. I'm going to say Armando Chavez is kind of a good name. It's a great name. Like, I'm not sure that I like Diazian Hoffenkoff more. No, I feel like Armando Armando Chavez Chavez is a hot name. Yeah. Hmm. I don't get why he did it. That's a bad decision. Mm hmm. But Gurley just leaves the room, decides, you know what? I'm just going to put up with this for a while until I can figure shit out and go. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it literally was like a week later she moves out. Because it gets worse, believe it or not. It gets worse from what she just discovered in the Bluebeard, Bluebeard room. So we get to... A few weeks later, Gurley is in bed and the show are kind of like just stunned watching TV. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, like on Overboard, maybe. <laughs> so they were watching that in their yacht bed. Mm. Um, Gurley and Dee are in bed and Dyson says, Gurley, after work, you have to go to a restaurant and get me their menu and you need to take the highway. And she's like, um... Okay. Yeah, she looks him like yeah, the sure. Fuck? And then Dyson is like, I need to get some water. And he leaves bed and he's fucking around or whatever. And Gurley's like, What the fuck is he doing? Right. So she looks all over the house and can't find this dick anywhere. And so she finally goes into the garage. See, this girl was smart. Yeah. She really was. She was. She and also she was not afraid. He like kicked the shit out of her all the time. And she still was like, fuck you. Yeah. She had balls. Yeah. And she was smart. I'm going to open this goddamn door. Yeah. I'm going to go out to yeah. the garage. Yeah. She, I just, everything she did, I loved her. Yeah. She goes in the garage and this ass munch is loosening the lug nuts and all her wheels of her car. Mm-hmm. So he wanted her to go on the highway so her tires would fall off and yes. she would crash. And she was like, Dick, are you trying to kill You're me? Right. And then he runs to attack her. She somehow, because he's, Uh, effeminate and very short she pretty much pushes him down opens the garage door and runs to the neighbors and calls the fucking cops yeah now clearly nothing happens because i don't think he's arrested which he should have been but i think at this point things were in motion no things weren't in motion nothing really happens to him but this was the night that she decided like i'm gone yes you're a stupid ass she moves to her own apartment but she keeps her job at the bank 
And then the journalist was the one saying, people were saying, why didn't you move back to Malaysia? And the journalist said, but she made a life here. Why should yeah. she have to give up her life? Because she married this ass munch. And she wanted to leave Malaysia to be here. Right. And she had friends and she's yes. good at her and job. And they loved her. And they were yeah. all like, she's the cutest. Yeah. She's so nice. She got like employee of the month a thousand times. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loved her. So now we get to current times again, September 1999. Dyson and Gurley are both <laughs> missing. Albuquerque police pretty quickly find Dyson in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So all the way on the other side of the country. And they ir- arrest him. Right. And his mugshot is unbelievable. He's just giving the biggest smile like he's won a million dollars. And he has... A ponytail in his hair with a white scrunchie. Yeah. He looks insane. What the fuck? He looks absolutely insane. It was like long, like kind of Steve Perry from Journey. Yes. You know, like very mullety weird. Very weird. Parted down the middle and feathered a little bit and then into a ponytail. Yes. It's absolutely With a white hair tie. His glasses were better though, I think. I guess. um, they pull him into the police off or police station to start talking to him. Mm-hmm. And he just right away asks for an attorney and then tells the cops, you don't even have enough evidence to arrest me anyway. And the cops are like, fuck off. And he just stays in jail. In meantime, all the forensics testing comes back in all the blood they sent mm-hmm. the road tarp and clothes that were all bloody. The blood on there is girlies. Yes. Hair on the top is linda's hair fucking crazy lizard linda yep and they're like what the hell linda how um linda's blood is also found all over in Gurley's apartment mm-hmm. so what police are thinking is that dies linda and possibly one other because these two keep bringing up another person that they never find or never have get even the name of so to the police, it's just these two, Dyson and Linda. But right. in the reenactments, there's always this third person. But this third person was never found. No, and he was made. Don't you think? I he think was he was made, made up. up. Yeah. Yes. Um, Dyson wants Gurley dead because she knows his darkest secrets. But that can't be it because all those that private investigator knows it, and that whole family knows yeah. it. So I mean, he everyone's going to know that secret pretty soon because right. they're obviously going to sue him for the, what he did. And he's right. going to go to jail for that. But I think more, they said she also can take half his money in a divorce, mm-hmm. but does he even ha- like he has money he stole from this lady. So he must have money. He's stealing from other people. It's not really even his money anyway. So he wants to kill her for these reasons. Um, and he's the, his whole plan with Linda right. The six weeks of manipulating Linda is for her to kill Gurley right. for him. And since Linda is completely insane, she's falling for all his manipulation. And he says, you are an alien queen, but the current alien queen is Gurley. Right. And you, to, for you to be official alien queen, you need to kill the current alien queen you so you can ascend. Yeah. Yes. Um, like, I can't. Sad that she believed. she believed it and killed a woman, yeah. thinking she was going to be the next alien queen. Yeah. That that's mental. That's very mentally ill. And I don't know if she got any kind of mental 
Well, like, like look at they, mentally. What are they saying? Because that's about, insane. Like, I feel like she needed a. What are they saying about Lori Daybell though? Like, she killed her. She own She was children. completely nuts. Yeah. Are they looking into? No, she's just guilty. Mental, yeah, she's just. Like, yeah. I mean, she was not competent to stand trial at first. She had to go into an insane asylum. She did. And she was there for a while. And then she got, I guess, competent. But, I mean, <laughs> I, okay. this woman, that yeah. shit was nuts, too. No, for real. Um, so police believe that Hassan coughed, or Spanish Mike Alvarez, or whatever his name was, <laughs> sensed that Linda was fucking insane. And he thought, yeah. I'm going to hump this lady and just feed her all this shit. I'm going to make her be a cat yes. lover. And then... And then get her to yes. commit murder for me right. within six weeks. So when they get to trial, they feel that um, Gurley was at work September 9th. She actually went home and changed because the bloody clothes were different than what she was wearing to work. And they think Linda, who knew Gurley because Linda for a couple weeks had been going to Gurley's bank and doing payroll shit at Gurley's bank just getting to know her and being yeah. like hey girly <laughs> i'm dropping off some payroll stubs girl and girly was like okay all right like oh okay that's what i do is just take your payroll uh, <laughs> hey girl um and so Linda or Gurley's at her apartment in her comfortable clothes, probably just wanting to watch goddamn trailer park boys or something on her right. damn have a glass of wine. Yeah. Take her and bra watch, off, Yeah. And watch Netflix and just fucking, fucking relax. Yes. And she gets a knock at the door. She opens it. And it's fucking Linda from the bank. She's like crazy fucking Linda from the bank. Right. And Linda goes, oh my gosh, I take walks along here and I saw that you lived here and I want to just say hi. Can I come in and talk to you? And Gurley's like, well, it's late and um, and I don't have a bra. Like, like yeah. what? And Linda kind of just comes in and Gurley sits on the couch with Linda and Linda pretty much says like, um, she starts being freaky right, right. away. They think. Yeah. Right? Like saying, I'm here to like kill you pretty yeah. much. So Gurley senses something's off, tries to get to the door, but there's like a feat of fight. And they can tell that because of the blood spatter mm -hmm. all over. Um, what they think is that Gurley was actually beating Linda down. Mm -hmm. And this is where they think, did another man come in and tackle Gurley? don't you just think it was not another man, but it was... Yeah, I think she grabbed something Dyson. and hit her over the... Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it was Dyson. Yes. Or Linda just took something and hit her yeah. over the head. Um, Dyson, I think, blood. was just waiting in the car. Yeah, I don't think it was yes. another man. No. They were just like trying to make that Yes. Up. And they take Gurley, wrap her in the tarp, put her in the trunk, go to somewhere But they think desert. she wasn't dead no. yet. Yeah. Because of what Dyson said. But yeah. who knows if he's true or not, you know? Yeah, he's a total But weirdo. they took her to some fucking desert and killed her there. Mm -hmm. Which, and Dyson made it sound like they just tortured her. Yes. And who knows if that's but true or not, but... he's crazy, yeah. Right, and they never found her body, and probably Ever. never will, unless no. Linda says something eventually. Every time we say Linda, I always think of that like TikTok where the girl, the little girl at daycare gets oh, in trouble yeah. and she goes, listen, Linda. Yeah, she goes, My name isn't name Linda. Is Linda. <laughs> I like that. That girl was so good. Listen, Linda. I'm yeah. not going to sit in a timeout. Yeah. Oh God. She was cute. 
Um, Hasenkoft, once he's arrested, starts pulling all this weird shit, acting like he's so smart. And the cops say, bitch, we have your DNA all over Everywhere. everything. Yeah. And he goes, oh, whoops. And then they said, we're asking for the death penalty, you stupid, stupid asshole. Right. And he immediately then just pleads says oh i'm guilty mm-hmm. i don't want i don't want the death penalty mm-hmm. and they show him going into court leaving court mug shots and he has an enormous smile on his face like a complete insane so crazy. clown mm-hmm. it's the creepiest thing you've ever seen um he confesses to everything um and he gets prison forever like life yeah. in prison plus 61 yeah. years and he has to and then but of course he says i'm not going to tell you where the body is you never told me how to say that it's like, I don't, did they not? Because they don't make him He's say it. such a dick. And then Linda goes to trial for first degree murder and dies and testifies on her. And he goes up to testify. He looks like a completely, like someone from a movie like Nick Cage would play that's so yeah. fucking weird. You wouldn't believe they were ever a real person anyway. Mm-hmm. Like from Face Off, where he's such a weird, mm-hmm. evil weirdo. You're like, that's not even real. It's so over the top. That's Dyson. Yeah. And no, it it like, was like he thought he was in a movie. Yes. It was. It like was he was so trying to be Nick dumb. Cage yeah, or something. Yeah. And he's the creepiest, shortest, weirdest butthole on, on the planet. Also ugly. Oh, ugly. Yeah. Um, And he doesn't testify against her like he's supposed to do. He just says, Linda. Linda didn't have anything to do with this at all. She's like just my friend, and we just kind of this our acquaintances. And the cops are like, but her DNA is all over the crime scene and the right. tarp and the bloody clothes. And her blood also is all over Gurley's apartment mixed with Gurley's blood. And like we Dyson fucking is like, know yeah. you're there. Yeah. But Dyson's like, I don't know. Like I I've just she's just as an acquaintance. Like, he's so crazy. And then yeah. they just, like, get him off the stage, you fucking asshole. Yeah. The jury, like, is creeped out by him immediately. And so they immediately say Linda's guilty because she's, I mean, they have so much evidence against her. She is convicted of first-degree murder, four counts of perjury, mm-hmm. conspiracy to kidnap, kidnapping, and tampering with evidence. But all of that just gives her 73 years in prison. So I don't know if she gets parole, like after 25 or something. Who knows? But she like got nothing. She got no plea bargain. Like they didn't, no, they didn't her offer a chance. her shit. They were like, we're going to fucking take her yes, down. She's and an they asshole. knew he was already he's taken an, down. He's going to yeah. be in jail for life. Yeah. So these two dicks hopefully are still in jail and always will be because they're insane. I do feel bad for Linda because I think she actually was mentally ill. Yeah. Um, and was taken advantage of, but she still did terrible things. No, this guy. But was she was like also incredibly insane. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he knew exactly who to right. Like he, he found a a person takes, that was gullible and and his first wife, right? Like yeah, she wants to come to America, and he's holding he that over her. Pretends like he has a Porsche. He's yeah. going to make her life so much better. Like he's preying upon yeah. all these these poor vulnerable women yes, he's evil and i don't even know how he got one woman to look at him he's lucky even one gave him the time of day really i know I, i'm stunned stunned i know oh you guys th- that's it that's it we're done i guess that's the story 
a shitty. You gotta watch it. Armando Chavez. Yeah. Slash. Dyson. Hasenkopf. Wayle. No, not Wayle. Wayle Porncox. Gurley. Gurley Chew. Chew. And Linda Henning. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. This was fucked. This was terrible story. The X-Files is not the real. The X-Files is not real. Lizard people are not real. The no. Earth is round. It is a sphere, bitches. Round. Yeah. NASA is full of absolute nerd alerts. Not an arm, a militant army. Not These a nerds force. are not no. trained in fighting. They are nerdy, no. nerdy beep, engineers. Beep, beep, Yes, nerd, nerd alert. alert. Thanks for listening, yes. everyone. Bye.